Katie Telford, the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, spent a couple hours testifying before the Procedure and House Affairs Committee on Friday. Uh, she was there to answer questions from MPs about foreign interference, primarily by the Chinese government, into Canada's most recent elections. She didn't answer a whole lot of questions put to her, uh, citing security concerns. So, uh, from what she did answer, did we manage to learn anything? We're going to chat with Stephen Chase now, a senior parliamentary reporter for the Globe and Mail. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Uh, glad to be here. So th- the question is, I guess, you know, did we learn anything? I, I think expectations were reasonably low uh, heading into the hearing on Friday afternoon, but did anything come of it at all, do you think? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, maybe in retrospect we'll know more, but not a lot of it came. Uh, we didn't learn a lot. The uh, I think the opposition parties relished just bringing the spectacle of having to bring forward the yeah. chief of staff. Uh, I think that was alone a victory for them. Uh, but because uh, Ms. Telford repeatedly cited national security concerns as reasons why she couldn't delve into things and reasons why she couldn't verify or rebut um, stories in the press, um, we we learned um, she was quite adamant, however, that nothing is uh, shielded from Mr. Trudeau. He, he isn't kept in the dark on purpose so that people can say he has deniability. She said he knows he, everything that comes to the office in terms of national security goes to him. And is and and therefore is um, is something that he's fully in the loop on, which is actually an interesting point. We wanted to hear correct hear clarified there. Uh, we also had documents come out just before the hearing um, was um, convened that showed that there was uh, four briefings on foreign yeah. affairs to the prime minister's office between or to Mr. Trudeau between 2018 and 2023, which is actually remarkably few um, when you think about it. And then there was two uh, briefings to the prime minister's office as a whole, in addition to that. But no, it was um, there was a lot of uh, uh, you know just uh, a lot of uh, incidents where she in fact just said, "I can't comment. Right. I can't comment. I can't comment." So uh, you know, we we didn't. Uh, she kept citing the national security concerns. So we didn't get a lot there. In fact, I think that uh, uh, I think you know, in some ways, I think the officers and parties could have done a better job of questioning. Uh, sometimes they they load too much into their questions, and then it's easier for her to bat it down. But uh, there you have it. And I think that was sort of that was kind of expected, right? We, we knew that Stephen going in that that was going to be um, something that could be pulled out at any time. And you know what? I mean, there's there's probably a reasonable argument to be made that some of this could deal with national security, and it shouldn't just be something that could be thrown out like this. Exactly, and and uh, there are um, other countries are far more transparent, especially the United States. When it comes to these issues, and uh, it is unfortunate that we can't have a an adult discussion about national security in this country. Uh, instead, the government uh, and, and any government, really, it's not this particular government, is uh, there's a penchant for secrecy that I think yeah. is is as undue. Where do we go next, Stephen? Given what, what what do you think uh, happens from here? Well, oh, there's an uh, there's a, there's still hearings taking place. Uh, there will be um, there will be more. Um, uh, hearings on uh, on foreign interference. Uh, the issue is not going away. So we're, uh, there'll be stories and 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 you know potentially more revelations uh, in the weeks to come from the uh, Procedure and House Affairs Committee as well. Uh, David Johnson, uh, the uh, former Governor General who was hired by the Prime Minister to look into uh, foreign interference in the last two elections, uh, is expected to make an early report by March twenty. Sorry, by May twenty third on whether or not. 
a public inquiry is necessary. All opposition parties yeah. are calling for a public inquiry, by the way. Uh, but the Liberals have refrained from doing so, and they've asked uh, Mr. Johnson to uh, make, a, make a call on that. He doesn't seem to actually have any experience in national security, so it's a bit surprising, but that's the person they've chosen. And then he's got a longer report uh, into these issues, all the issues that have been raised in our reporting and other media reporting, that it will, will be, they'll, they'll come out in rolling reports over the next uh, six months. And then, of course, there's a couple of uh, secretive bodies uh, which deliberate behind closed doors, including this committee on national security that the prime minister set up. Uh, that body, unfortunately, can be, uh, he can, stuff can be removed from their report, but they are looking into the issue as well, and uh, they should report, hopefully, uh, in the next five or six months on this. So certainly not going away. And at this very moment, we have a public accounts committee in Ottawa that is uh, where opposition MPs are calling for and, um, hearings on the on the Pierre Trudeau, uh, the Pierre Trudeau Foundation. The foundation, right. The reason, why we, the reason we care about that, of course, is it's a, public, a publicly funded foundation whose um, former president was actually hired by the government only a few months ago to do a report on whether there were free and fair elections in 2021. And, of course, it's come out in our reporting that the Trudeau Foundation uh, was accepted money from, uh, which was essentially uh, money from the Chinese state, and the Chinese government, sort of an influence operation uh, that was disguised as, as donations from, from Chinese billionaires. So that's actually rocked the Trudeau Foundation, and that's another element of this that's, uh, that's transpiring right now. Uh, I, you mentioned your reporting, and that's one thing I wanted to ask you about briefly, because that was put directly to her. And there is a school of thought, and there are some liberal supporters who have really gone after uh, your outlet and your reporting, as well as global news reporting. And we know there's been actually some legal action that's been started in terms of defamation against global uh, for reporting on some of this. Um, she was asked directly about whether or not the reporting is inaccurate. She didn't answer, did she? No, she didn't answer, and she said that uh, she wouldn't be able to say either way because it would be confirming or denying things. Yeah, exactly, which I, I don't know if we can read into that or not, but um, it's an interesting development. And, Stephen, we appreciate your work on this as it's gone along, and thanks for joining us today. Oh, glad to be here. Take care.